Wisconsin cattlemen and women will be getting together toward the end of June for their annual summer tour. This year, it'll be featuring four unique farms in southwest Wisconsin that each highlight a trend in the industry today. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association President Brady Zook has the details. That's coming up here Saturday, June 24th. And that's an event we kind of brought back oh, a few years ago. I think 2018, 2019, we kind of brought that event back, Stephanie. And, and the goal is really we have our annual meeting and updates in February. We like to get our producers and members back together in the summertime. So we pick that day and we spend a day, you know, networking with other producers and touring operations. And we try to move that tour to a different part of the state every year to highlight the diversity of the beef industry here in Wisconsin. This year it'll be in southwest Wisconsin. Can you tell me about the farms that you'll be visiting? So we're going to start out the morning, uh, 10 o'clock there, at Noble Land Beef Farm just outside of Lancaster, Wisconsin. So Bob Noble and family feed cattle there, so a feedlot operation and a really highlight the different types. I know he has some bedding pack barns, some outdoor lots, of different feeding scenarios for beef cattle that we'll take a look at there. Uh, after that, we'll go to the UW-Wisconsin um, Lancaster Ag Research Station, also in Lancaster, um, where they do research on a cow-calf herd. So kind of hear an update on what type of research that they're working on and what they're, what, they're, what they're kind of evaluating with those cattle. And then actually, we'll have a lunch there. And also, uh, Tammy Boston with the Wisconsin Beef Council will give us an update on what's happening on the checkoff side. And then Gene Copenhaver, a leader with the National Academy's Beef Association, will give us kind of legislative updates what's happening nationally, uh, issues that could impact the beef industry. So a couple of great speakers there kind of filling us in what's happening over the lunch period. We'll wrap up and then head down to Paramount Calves in Darlington. You know, the beef on Dairy Cross has been a major part of both the dairy and beef industries here uh, in our states, learning more about those. And finally, we'll wrap up that evening at Gaffney Family, Family Cattle up near Barneveld, tour their operation, and we'll have a nice dinner and then present our annual awards that the association gives out each year. Yeah, so I'm hearing some of the uniqueness from each of these stops that kind of reflect the trends that are happening in the beef industry today. What are some of those, the key trends that you'll be exploring in this summer tour? Yep, absolutely. So that's, and you hit the nail right on the head there, Stephanie. We try to pick different stops that are unique. So we're trying to find some different sectors of our business or different unique ideas that producers are using. So we try to do that. I think um, you, look, you look at our industry today, um, beef on dairy has played a major role you know, in both the beef and dairy industries. As far as the beef industry itself, we are you know, very tight cow herd. We're down below 29 million beef cows across the country. We're seeing record high prices for fat cattle. Um, input prices have also been up, so that's been a factor overall. But you know, really, uh, time's been pretty good for us here in the beef industry as we look at our record for high fat cattle prices. Remind us, too, is this summer tour just for members? Oh, open to anybody. Um, our registration is available on our website, uh, the Wisconsin Cattlemen's website. Um, the rate is $50 for members and $100 for non-members. But the great part about it is uh, Wisconsin Cattlemen's membership is also $50. So we'd encourage you to join the association and then take advantage of that $50 uh, member rate to attend. Is space limited? We'll take anyone that's well, willing to join us for the day. The more the merrier. And uh, most folks really like to you know join the tour. I guess you talk to folks that have that's their first time attending. They really enjoy uh, meeting other producers from from different parts of the state. They're networking, sharing ideas. Hey, what are you doing on your farm that works well? And, and you always kind of lead that tour with a chance to see unique progressive operations, visit other people. So you always take something home with you that makes your operation better uh, once you get back home.
you are responsible for driving yourself. Folks will meet up with other friends, neighbors, and kind of carpool. Uh, we used to do a bus back in the day and found logistics that got really tricky. And uh, most folks that were coming just said, hey, we'll just hop in the car with each other and ride between the two stops or throughout the day ride. Um, and then that way, when we're wrapped up in the evening, folks can head out whenever they're ready. Um, but we do our best to really pick stops, you know, that are pretty close together. So most of them are in a tight area with minimal driving just to make sure we get the most time on farm throughout the day. And Brady, I want to ask you too, what else is on your plate? Aside from getting ready for this summer tour, uh, what else is Cattlemen's working on today? So we've been very busy. You know, Our, our main focus is legislative activity uh, there in Madison. So we're working with the state budget process, uh, working with our legislative counsel, Jordan Lamb. Uh, that's kept us very busy. Our president-elect, Tressa Lacey, is actually on a national trip right now at the Young Cattlemen's Conference. And she just wrapped up visits Thursday with House and Senate members out in Washington, D.C., and um, a lot of activity in the national level now are looking to delist the gray wolf, which is a process we've been very engaged in. So gray wolf at the national level, is there anything you're telling your state members, though, today about a particular piece of legislation in our state capital that you're trying to push through? So, you know, overall, Stephanie, on the legislative front with this, with this budget, um, we are looking at continued funding for programs that have been very valuable to our producers, like the producer-led watershed, uh, meat processor grants, rebates for planting cover crops. So kind of continuing to support that farmer-led conservation in our state. And then on the second hand, also making sure that our producers you know, that are marketing beef locally in Wisconsin have adequate access to locker capacity here in our state. Wisconsin Cattlemen's also partnered up with the Wisconsin Beef Council for a Leadership Institute. How's that going? Yep, so we have a partnership with the Wisconsin Beef Council uh, for the Beef Leadership Institute. We have uh, 12 individuals that are going through that program this year. They've been heavily engaged with the Wisconsin Beef Council now, uh, learning about media and so, or social media advocacy, leadership advocacy. Um, those folks will be joining us for the summer tour on June 24th. Kind of see some operations here. And then we'll be doing some legislative with uh, the Cattlemen's Association. We'll be doing some legislative work with them uh, later on this fall as they develop their beef leadership skills. And Brady, since you're in Iowa right now, I have to ask you about the drought situation, either at your home farm or what you're hearing from members or what you're seeing on the road. What are you talking about right now when it comes to the weather? Yeah, it's dry everywhere, unfortunately. I traveled from my home in northwest Wisconsin down to Dubuque on Tuesday for a work meeting and uh, definitely got dryers who went down. And then I was in eastern Iowa here and uh, very dry. You can see the corn starting to roll you know, on the side hills where it's a little bit sandier soils and uh in this eastern Iowa area, a lot of that first cutting looks a little thin on top on the top part there. So I would say wherever I've been this week, we're all praying for rain. What's happening at your home farm? We had one of the wettest Aprils I can ever remember. We had a foot of snow on April Fool's Day. Ha ha ha, right? Kind of laugh with that one. But then we also had 17 inches on April 17th. So we had the mo- probably the wettest April. And then once May hit, we turned dry. I think we've had We've been blessed to catch a couple of rains at home, about an inch and a half since May 1st, but we sure would like a drink. I'm working on first crop now, and the yields have been much better than expected. You can definitely see the folks that use the type of managed grazing, like rotational grazing, those pastures do seem to be holding up pretty well that standpoint. But if we don't start catching rain, um, producers will be forced to you know, take cattle back off of pastures to kind of preserve the grass quality if, they, if we do get rain in the future. And we're back to feeding, you know, stored feed stuff, which definitely dramatically increases the cost of feeding that animal every day. When we're, you know, feeding stored, you know, round bales or silages that are meant for winter in the summer months, that definitely is not a, not a great feeling as a producer. 
That's Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association President Brady Zook giving us a look at what's happening today across Wisconsin's cattle industry, including the upcoming summer tour happening June 24th in southwest Wisconsin. Lunch and dinner are provided. Brady Zook says this is a great way to network with other producers and learn more about the beef industry in Wisconsin. You can register at wisconsincattlemen.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.